What's up, everyone? My name is Melissa McCack, and this is my brother, Justin McCack. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Room 51, where we talk about all things board gaming. This is Five for Fives, where we pick out some sort of random topic out of a hat, and we come up with a top five list for that topic in five minutes and present it to all of you. Justin, are you ready? Let's do this. All right, here we go. And the topic is for this week. Oh, okay. Uh, Top five games with the best artwork. Artwork, people. Time is running. Go, go, go! Time. All right, let's start saying each other our lists. All right, heads or tails? Uh, tails. All right, it's tails. All right, so I will be going first. Yeah, so how did you rank your games? So I tried to rank it pretty, uh, least pretty to prettiest, I guess. I don't want to say least pretty, but, um, Uh yeah, no, it, the higher up it goes, the prettier I think the game is, truthfully, the, this list, I don't know how well I did that for my own taste. This was a hard list for me. Most of the games I've written down, like, I could have probably made the top 10 for this easily, because this top five to have made that in five minutes was actually really tricky for me. It was tricky for me as well. I, and... One thing I'd like to note also in terms of how I made my list. So I also ranked it in terms of prettiest. Although I feel like now looking at it, because I did this all quickly, I feel like things would have been switched around. But whatever, they're all great looking games, I think. But I did not count component quality uh, or even like just the way the components look or miniatures or anything like that. Even though I feel like that is part of art and artwork. I just purely based it on the actual printing of what it looks like, the drawings, the paintings, whatever it might be that are on the cards or on the board, things like that. I try to use the same criteria as well. So, all right. My number five, obviously people will argue, not a board name. I don't care. It's actually a trading card name. People put key forwards down. So same thing. Um, so my number five is a game that has just really beautiful artwork. I mean, I know some people that actually own, uh, it's Magic the Gathering. And I know people that own Magic the Gathering cards, just a few, just because of the artwork. Like, they don't play the game, they have no interest in playing the game. They just bought a few cards because they loved the artwork on it. I think that so many times when I've shown somebody magic, they'll look at the card and like stare at the artwork of it. Like they're not even interested in the game at that point. They don't want to know how it works. They're like, whoa, do all the cards look like this? Because some of those cards really do just have amazing artwork on them. They have a whole bunch of people that submit artwork for them. They always have credit to the artist on the bottom left hand corner, I believe. See, I really I mean also, by the way, the game is fantastic. It's a great money sink if you're looking to just blow your life savings. Go for it. Play some Magic the Gathering. It's really fun. But the artwork on Magic the Gathering, it's just, it needed to be on this list for me. This is one that I did consider. It didn't make my list. But 
I do like the artwork in that game. And I don't know exactly who you were debating on whether or not it's a board game. Just to be clear, we talk about board and card games. Well, Because they're all things part of the board gaming universe. Agree, but that's the thing. You have to say then also card. Like, people will argue that a trading card game is not a board game, which I think is absurd. Just like I think role-playing games count as board games, but whatever. That's ridiculous. Anyway, my number five is an epic space battle, politics, all these great things. My number five is Twilight Imperium 4th Edition. I love the artwork of this game. Especially, so the reason why it came onto my list and really is at number five right now is because of the races, the way they drew, or I guess actually, I guess they did it digitally. I don't know. The different races on all of the player mats, the player sheets are awesome, I think. And just the drawing on some of the tiles, they're not amazing, I'd say. Like the planets are cool and everything, but it's really the different races i feel like the personalities come out through the artwork which is what i love and i think that the box cover itself too is so epic looking i love it so that's my number five twilight imperium fourth edition so yeah i think that the artwork on ti4 is like pretty okay i considered it but and i agree the the table presence of ti4 is fantastic but it's really just those races that look cool. I think it's okay. Like, would you consider TI4's artwork better than Magic's? Yes. In terms of the races, this is why it's my number five, by the way, because the artwork, the great artwork itself doesn't spread throughout the entirety of all the components of the game. But where it does show up is really good for me. So, like, just because of that, you would put this game higher than Magic? Yeah, because I like the artwork style of this game better than uh, the Magic style. Okay. But that's just a personal preference. I mean, this whole thing is personal preference. Yeah, yeah, obviously. I'm asking, though, about your personal preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Magic the Gathering was, like, my number seven or something, you know? All right, fair enough, fair enough. All right, well, my number four is, I think this one goes a little bit unnoticed in the artwork category, personally. My number four is Charterstone. I think, first of all, the box cover alone is so pristine. I love that box cover. I think that cover doesn't get the praise that it deserves. <laughs> I I think it's fantastic. And then the artwork inside the game itself is super charming i don't know i just really like it i feel like the artwork in this game really brings out that fall feel that i think the game is trying to provide and it gives that charm that i think the game wants to bring to the table and yeah i don't know i just really like this artwork i find it clean pristine and just sort of fun to look at. So that's my number four, Charterstone. All right, yeah. So Charterstone was like my number six. Everything you just said, completely agree on. And it does go unnoticed. 
I will say this though, um, a couple of our friends when they've come over and seen Charterstone on the shelf, they ask like, "What is this?" Like exactly. Yeah, it really does have that. The box cover really does make you wonder what's inside. It's very cool. Yeah, it's yeah. got like a almost a mysterious, but like not in an eerie way. Look like a look at the fun land kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so my number four, we recently got, I think it recently came out as well. Like, I'm almost certain it was a 2019 game, but I might be wrong. Uh, I think this game is super beautiful. It's about uh, visiting different national parks and whatnot. It's parks. <laughs> and I think the artwork throughout the game just works really well. The artwork of the national parts, the artwork of the tiles that you'll be moving on to. And they use different forms of artwork going from like more realism to slightly, I don't want to say cartoony, but I guess a little towards that. I, maybe more minimalistic. I don't know. I don't know how to actually describe the artwork on the tiles and whatnot. But yeah, the artwork does change a little bit throughout uh, the different cards and tiles. And I think that it just looks so pretty on the table. I really like the artwork in this game. And it's a fun game. Uh, so yeah, my number four, Parks. This game is interesting. I find it has a nice table presence. But the artwork itself on the cards, the tiles and everything is kind of meh for me. Most of it is symbology. What? Yes. <laughs> how i don't know something about the artwork for me is kind of boring i was gonna say because they actually do a really good job of putting the symbology underneath and not interfering with the artwork in that game yeah for some reason right now all i can think about is the symbology i can't yeah. imagine what the other artwork actually looks like anyway all right <laughs> so okay uh, I think we are on to your number three. Sorry. All right. So my number three is a game where you play as an artist that goes around trying to let different landscapes for their pictures for making uh, paintings and collections. It's Sunset Over Water. It's a fun little game. Plays in like, I guess, a half hour or something around that. Very chill, calm game, in my opinion. And the artwork on all the cards, I love it. Like, I just love that art style. I don't know what that art style is called. <laughs> um, it I, it has this sort of, like, impressionist feel, but it's not impressionism. I know that. I, I At least I think I know that. I actually might be wrong about that. But I don't think it's impressionism. But it has that feel to me. I don't know what it is, but I just love the artwork on Sunset Over Water. And actually, the only reason why it's number three for me is because, and this is maybe just a little bit of a pet peeve of mine, every, not every single card is unique in that. So let's say like one card is a waterfall and sun. That's the same artwork as another card that's a waterfall and sun. And maybe I'm being a little too picky, but I would have liked it to have been unique artwork all throughout. So my number three, Sunset Over Water. 
sunset over what i feel like the artwork is betrayed by the game itself because most of the time i'm just looking at the symbols for that set collection or whatever it is um you just yeah, have some way, sort of uh, weird problem with collect um symbology <laughs> yeah no i don't <laughs> well, two games in a row, you were like, I don't know, the symbols. You know what it is? I think when games try to use, because first of all, with Sunset Over Water, it's not impressionism. It seems like it's just realism to me. Is it realism? I wasn't sure, because it doesn't look like just straight up realism. I knew it wasn't impressionism, but it, it has this like, like haziness to it that reminds it, me of impressionism, I guess. I don't know. It just looks like they, like, made all the colors bolder or whatever oh yeah 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 i think you're right i'm looking at pictures right now like with the water i think they just add a, a mist over like the whole picture almost like <laughs> yeah i guess for me i don't know what it is when it comes to like nature and you're using hyper realism for nature in my game i i don't know i find it kind of boring for some reason I disagree with that. <laughs> I think it's no. Cool. That's just me. I don't know what's wrong with me, but you know, it, yeah, so. no. I mean, there's something wrong. Yeah, so, yeah, something deep. Yeah, exactly. It's some deep-seated issue. I mean, also though, for me, if it was like a straight up just a picture, like a photograph, I wouldn't be right. into that. Yeah, I do appreciate that they didn't just do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right. Well, my number three shows up a little bit later on Justin's list. So I'm going to skip ahead to my number two. <laughs> my number two game is a beautifully illustrated, story-driven game by a one-man designer, artist, everything. I'm talking about Near and Far by Ryan Lockett. This game is absolutely stunning, I think. I absolutely love the world that Ryan Lockett has created. That you find it in Above and Below, though I have not played that game. I've seen pictures. You'll find it in Near and Far, and then soon enough we'll find it in Sleeping Gods, which is on Kickstarter and whatnot. And just pretty much all of his games. He's built this whole world for all of these games that are interconnected, and you'll find similar artwork in all of them, and it's awesome and it's his and it's cool because you'll see a ryan lockett game and you'll say and you'll know you'll know who designed oh my god you will know who designed that game you'll know who drew that game or i yeah you might not know who designed it but you'll at least know who drew that game uh it's just fantastic i love it my number two is near and far yeah i've yet to play it i know you've said i would like it Another game by him that I've been looking into, kind of considering picking up, definitely want to try it, is Rome. Have you looked into it at all? I have, yeah. The artwork looks pretty cool, but the game just seems like a lot of fun, so I'm considering it. Yeah, that yeah. artwork is spread throughout all of his games. Yeah, that like that. I'm ve I want to try this game out, and I really want to try out Near and Far also. All right, though. So my number two, which is also Melissa's number three is this really cool party game where everybody holds a hand of cards with artwork on them 
and one person has to like say some sort of phrase or something that's alluding to one of their cards and then everybody puts in their card that has to do with that phrase or they try to make it look like they're the one that said that phrase kind of thing well no their card is the one that matches that phrase and it's Dixit. the artwork in Dixit is just so inventive to me like <laughs> I, it's worked so perfectly for this game. There hasn't been a single card that I looked at. And I'm just like, man, that is so boring or something. Like, no, there hasn't been a single one that just feels like it doesn't fit in. The whole collection of artwork in Dixit just feels so perfect for the game. I love it. And I, like I said, I, it feels so inventive. Like, I, I don't know who who did do the art for for did it uh, uh, Marie Cardo. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her last name correctly, but she did an awesome job. Uh, <laughs> I really love the artwork; it just completely hits the nail on the head for this game. Yeah, for Dixit, I love this game. First of all, and then the artwork is awesome. It feels like you're actually holding different pieces of art in your hand you know like multiple works of art masterpieces some of them are some are okay some i'm not as keen on but i i could still appreciate it and others are like wow this is really i probably could have found this in a museum if it was blown up you know what i mean yes exactly good pick yeah you too you too (laughs) (laughs) So I'm doing my number one, correct? Yeah. All right. I always ask you. I'm so scared to accidentally jump to my number one when it's supposed to be you. Um, All right. So my number one is a game that I don't really know if I would have put this as my number one again. The thing that really sold me was the box cover. And a little hint is that the box cover has a bird on it. Uh, It's Wingspan. I... A, I just, I really enjoyed Wingspan. We played it fairly recently, and I was expecting to be underwhelmed by the game, or like just think it's okay. Nah, I really liked it. The game is actually like really good. Really enjoyed it. Don't know if I recommend it at five players, because man, that did take a while. But I really did enjoy the gameplay of Wingspan. I also just really loved the artwork. I mean, A, the bots looks just beautiful, but also each bird is drawn in that hyper-realism fashion that I guess you don't really like, Melissa, <laughs> but I love it. And there's just like that slight artistic flair to it. And I, don't, I mean, I at least th- think that's what it is, and I really love that. Uh, so my number one, Wingspan. So Wingspan actually did make my short list. And I guess maybe it didn't make the list just because of what I was just talking about. But this one, I don't know. It actually, I like this a little bit better than like Parks and Sunset Over Water. I don't really know why. I think that Sunset Over Water and Parks has a little bit more hyperrealism, whereas Wingspan doesn't it has realism but yeah, i don't know if that's true what i don't know if that's true i especially comparing it to parts 
I think that Wingspan has more realism than Parks in its artwork. I'm looking it up. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Parks has a little bit. I don't know. Maybe I just hate nature, okay? <laughs> yeah, so, but birds are. <laughs> birds are the exception. Birds are not natural. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they fly. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's something about wings. It, there's something. You know what it is? There's an elegance to it. There is. That's a really good way to put it. The artwork in Wingspan is elegant. It it almost borders on like prissy. Like I feel a little prissy <laughs> playing this game. Like <laughs> Okay. I definitely don't feel that way. Like I, I more feel totally like play. I more feel like that sense of dread because it's like, oh my god, this game is never gonna end. <laughs> Really? I feel like you can totally play this game with like a spot of tea and stuff. I don't know. Actually, now you kind of want me doing that. I kind of want to have tea and drink. Uh, I, that... I was about to say drink wingspan. <laughs> anyway, Man, I'm going to shut elegance up. Elegance is the way to go, though. That's a really good description of the artwork on this. It is super elegant. Yeah, so I do like it. But my number one is... A game of the threat of war looming as mechs threaten the very nature of what's to come. I am, of course, talking about Scythe. Scythe is so freaking awesome as a game. But the artwork is everywhere. The board itself... I love that the terrain that was drawn, like the rivers and everything, actually has something to do with the gameplay. It's not just there to be pretty. Which at first, when I first opened the game, that's what I thought. I thought like, okay, they made a really pretty board, but no, the terrain actually means something, which is so awesome. And then when you're picking up your, uh, what are they called? The encounter cards each one of those tells a story just through the image itself which is so cool i personally love describing the image and seeing what's going on uh, yeah and saying what's going on just by seeing what i see you know <laughs> describing what i see i don't know i just love the artwork in this game it's fantastic the game itself is amazing my number one is scythe Scythe was on my short list. The thing that really did come close to bringing it on were those encounter cards. I think the thing I had trouble with doing in these five minutes was also trying to figure out, do I love the art because of the components and table presence that it has with things like the miniatures or not? And mm. I think that's why I decided to give Scythe the boot. But gotcha. in reality, it might have landed on my top five if I had more time to think about it. I see. One game that almost made it onto my list was Takanoko, but then I realized the artwork itself is like it's fun and it's cool, it's chibi-ish, whatever. But uh, it's really the components and everything, the table presence that it has, that really brings it up. It's not the artwork. Absolutely, like with the irrigation and the uh, yeah, the different bamboo and whatnot. Definitely. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Well, this has been another five for five. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Melissa McCack. Let us know what's your five favorite artwork in games. What? Yeah, you know what I said. Anyway, you've been listening to Room 51. <laughs>